Hello, guys, and welcome to the Rock Phoenix Live Labor Day edition. We're going to be giving you all the hits that only Labor Day can bring us. And we're going to be paying tribute to all the people who've been working. Finally, we've got a three-day weekend. Unfortunately, it's almost over and everything must come to an end. But in this case, we're going to forget about that. And we're going to think about only the good stuff, which was how much fun we had in this three-day weekend. And to kick things off, we're going to do it with Jimmy Buffett and Alan Jackson. Because, hey, they do it better, right? Because somewhere it's 5 o'clock. Sun is hot and that old clock is moving slow And so am I Workday passes like molasses in wintertime But it's July I'm getting paid by the hour and older by the minute My boss just pushed me over the limit I'd like to call him something I think I'll just call it a day me something tall and strong Make it a hurricane Before I go insane It's only half past twelve But I don't care It's five o'clock somewhere well, This lunch break is gonna take all afternoon after night Tomorrow morning I know they'll be held to pay Hey, but that's alright I ain't had a day off now In over a year My Jamaican vacation's gonna start right here If the phone's for me You can tell them I just sailed away And pour me something tall and strong Make it a hurricane I go insane It's only half past twelve But I don't care It's five o'clock somewhere I could pay off my tab Pour myself in a cab And be back What would Jimmy Buffett do? Funny you should ask, Alan. <laughs> I'd say, pull me something tall and strong Make it a hurricane before I go insane It's only half past twelve, but I don't care Pour me something tall and strong Make it a hurricane before I go insane It's only half past twelve but I don't care He don't care And I don't care It's five o'clock somewhere What time zone am I on? What country am I in? It doesn't matter, it's five o'clock somewhere It's always on five in Margaritaville, come to think of it I heard that You've been there, haven't you? Yes, sir I've seen your boat there I've been to Margaritaville a few times. All right, well, that's good. Stumble my way back. Okay, well, we just want to make sure you can keep it between the navigational beacons. <laughs> between the buoys, I got it. All right, well, it's 5 o'clock. Let's go somewhere. I'm ready. Crank it up. 
Let's get out of here. I'm gone. Well, while those two wander off and do what they do best, I want to say, hey guys, what's going on? How's everything going on out there? Welcome to our Rock Phoenix Live Labor Day edition. This music is meant to inspire you guys to, uh, you know, whatever you guys are doing today. If you're doing barbecues, if you're driving on the road, if you're coming home, that really sucks. Maybe you're barbecuing vegetables? Vegetables, really? I like vegetables. <laughs> Me too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So here's what we're doing. We're actually, you know, play this in the background. This is going to be your uh, mantra for the day if you'd like, or if you want to play us uh, while you're grilling, or if you want to play us to keep people entertained. Hey, we'll talk for people. I don't mind. You in the corner over there. It's good to see you. I'm glad you're here at this BBQ. It's awesome. Hey, you know what? And at the same time, too, we need to thank ourselves for working so damn hard through Absolutely, this. Absolutely, yeah. Well, I think we really do. I think this country in particular works extremely hard. And it shows in a lot of people because they start off with nothing and then they end up doing fabulous things because they're hardworking people. We, yep. are not, we are not the country, it turns out, with the most uh, national holidays. It's Iran, which I looked it up, obviously, because I don't... Iran, really? Yeah, they have the most holidays. I was thinking and it's going to be... Iran, Iran, so... I was thinking it was going to be Australia, but turns out it's not. Iran has the most. I would have thought somewhere in, in Europe, because those guys always take... like they, they go to work later, they go to they go out for dinner oh, later. Oh, yeah. Like, they're like always... They siestas. Siestas, and yeah, exactly. Like in Spain, they close down businesses in the middle of the afternoon for an hour or so. Right, yeah. Have a little nap or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And I no. thought that they would be more the ones that would have more holidays. It's Iran. Oh, well, Iran... Probably so they can keep eye on their oil. <laughs> Someone go check the oil. Sorry for yelling. All right. So anyway, again, thank you guys for working so hard out there. To our frontliners, um, you know, fire crews, police crews, medical crews, all of you guys out there, people in the military service and the armed forces. Thank you guys for doing what you do. I mean, this is our day, right? We should be relaxing, sitting in lawn chairs by pools, barbecuing, grilling, drinking, whatever your choice is. Uh, and while you're doing that, sing this song, because this is all what Cheryl Crow wanted to do as well. This ain't no disco. Rock Phoenix Live. It ain't no country club either. This is L.A. All I want to do is have a little fun before I die.
California was a great place to live. I enjoyed it. I really thought uh, the fires and the smog were all really good. I also want to thank people today on this Labor Day, the ones that have to do the bad jobs, the ones that have to get down into the sewers or get down into the uh, bad areas of town, like under buses and just the dirty jobs. This is your day to relax, enjoy, and I also hope that uh, the traffic's treating you well if you're coming back on this lovely Monday. Um, it sucks that it has to end so soon, but hey, it was fun, right? Just remember, your money's not for nothing. This is Rock Phoenix Live. Labor Day weekend! Get a blister on your thumb 
Do you know what they were talking about when they said they wanted their MTV? I'd be curious to know what they meant by that. Does that mean that you want me to Google it? Because I have no idea. No, I don't mean not Google it. I'm just I'm Google. I'm just curious what your thoughts are, like metaphorically. Money for nothing, but your chicks for free. No, I have no idea. I just really like. Or the I video. want my MTV. Oh, because like, I want say? this. I want that. I've done this all my life. Why shouldn't I get this? Right. Right. Exactly. We've worked really hard to get where we're at. Just to have it thrown away. I guess. I didn't really think about <laughs> it. I just used to watch the videos. The videos were great. Yeah. Dire Straits videos were always fun. And I was kind of a huge music video. It was borderline like psychedelic. <laughs> I guess. The flying guitars and stuff. Like that video was interesting. Oh, all right. Oh, and then the guy in the chair and he was like yeah, in this was house like that was made out of. Really? Like. It was I like a house Lego that was animated. made out of a model or something. Huh. I don't know. I'm looking it up, though. I don't really know what they're going to say. Well, it doesn't matter anyway. So anyway, happy Labor Day, everybody. Happy Labor Day. I'm excited. It was such a great time. I got some rest. I got some much-needed rest. I was able to sit back and, like, <laughs> take a few naps, you know, catch up on my R&R. And uh, it was really fun. I have a great time. Got to hang out with the family, spend some time doing stuff, tackle a little couple chores I wanted to do and get around the house. What are you guys doing, huh? You throwing barbecues today? Did you guys get some stuff done that you wanted to? Did you make a trip to the grocery stores where they hassled you over a mask maybe? Who knows? But uh, Or maybe go to Costco because it's you know closed. <laughs> Tomorrow, right. Today, closed. Oh. Costco's not open for Labor Day. Neither is UPS. UPS is not delivering on Labor Day. They only have like a handful of very important dates where they don't actually work. It's possible that at, you know, like a hub or something, things are still moving at a terminal, but they don't deliver. Just like apps on your phone running in the background. Things are still going, but. Yeah. Things always have to move. Otherwise, we get all jacked up. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of uh, of jacked up, hey, so get this. So we were talking about, you know, thanking all our front frontline workers and stuff, which oh, I want to because they're a huge part of this. But uh, I want you guys to start getting this thought in your head when we come back from uh, these next couple of songs. But uh, check this out. Some of these frontline workers are making bank right now. So we're thinking like, hey, and again, I know I'm not trying to create uh, an anger here, but some of these guys are making tons of money. And they're living at home with their parents and stockpiling it. Well, good for them. How come I moved out when I was 18? Uh, maybe I should have stayed at home. Or maybe I could have got an actual career rather than working at my stupid job that I'm working at. Right. And then I could be making bank too, but probably not in this state. So check this out. So I think that being a healthcare worker or a surgeon or something like that, that would, that's a dirty job, right? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I would never, ever, ever do it. Not even for bank. I couldn't. Yeah. Well, here's the funny thing. So there, it's a dirty job, but it's a well-paying dirty job. Well, sometimes, because what if you're just the janitor, the barf cleaner upper or poop cleaner upper at the hospital or the facility, and you're not going to be making bank. All right. Well, this is for the janitor at the hospital cleaning up the crap. This is for the uh, employee at the Walmart or whatever store who's feeling down on his luck. How about the person that answers the telephone is getting yelled at on a regular basis? Yeah, this one guy. Customer had a, service is so hard. 
this guy had a show on television. It was called Dirty Jobs, and he went around. He showed how dirty some jobs get. And it's it's disgusting. Like yeah. we had no idea until he went in and started showing us some of the jobs. And like, how physical too. Like it might not be just pig poop and sewer. It could just be you get filthy, dirty, covered in sweat, and you might cut yourself, and then you're bleeding, and you're just really crying. It's yeah. a tough job. And then you got to go home smelling like your job sometimes. What about Ew. salons? Salons. They go in there and it's like, oh, you got to get a perm and that smell. It no, no, radiates. no. I worked at a hair salon. I would take a hair salon over a restaurant job anytime. I worked at the the salad bar-ish restaurant, and I would go in the back, and yes, you wash your hands. It wasn't like that. But you scoop out pickles <laughs> with your hands and put them in the pickle bowl, and then you wash, and then you go to the next one. And sometimes it was like that Cool Whip weird dessert thing that they put on cheapo salad oh, yeah, bars. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole thing, I had food under my fingernails, food in my shoes. I was greasy, 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 and it never washed out. That was a disgusting job. I would never work in a restaurant. Well, here it is. This song was actually made by uh, Faith No More, and they used it for the show Dirty Jobs. This is for you guys doing your dirty jobs. This is Faith No More's We Care A Lot.
only in America. Can we feel free and feel the power to party and the power of Labor Day? So this is for only in America. This is Rammstein.
All right, so getting back to uh, what I was talking about. Um, oh, actually, hey, I want to say something first before. So check this out: the Dire Straits video. Um, in the video when he or in the music in the song when he's going, I want my. That was actually Sting. I didn't know that. And the video is actually about two dudes, average working Joes, coming home, watching some music videos. And, and talking about what the music videos were about. What right. they think that they were about. It anyway. was a pre-Beavis and Butthead before Beavis and Butthead were out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool, huh? Awesome. Good thing I looked it up. Right, well, thanks, Google. All right. So check it out. Only going back to what I was saying about the, uh, the, the guys working in hospitals and stuff. So some of these guys make tons of money and they get to save it and then they get to live in their rich parents houses because everything in the east coast costs a lot of money mostly yeah 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 so these guys are like putting this money away and they're like saving for a rainy day and there's tons and tons of people out there struggling so you're thinking they should spread it around? No, I'm not saying they should spread it around. That's not what I'm getting at. Because I'm here. thinking maybe movie stars should spread it around. Maybe athletes should spread it around. And they do. Some do, yeah. truly. But they should. And maybe millionaires, billionaires, I should say, because million is nothing. Billionaires should spread it around. I think anybody that saves a life, I think they deserve lots. Oh and yeah, lots I'm of not. Money. I'm not saying that their job is anything of short of easy. It is. I'm can't, I can't imagine how you could be in the, in the business of saving lives. And they have lots and lots of training. They have to be certified for tons of stuff. Safety is always like their own safety as well as everybody around them. Because what if somebody's bleeding everywhere and they don't I just want think contamination? It's a, it just looks like you're cheap. Because you live at home with the parents. You make like $200,000 a year and you live at home in your stock. Yeah, but that should be your issue. Not that they make it tons is. of money. That is my they issue. They live at home. Yeah, that's my issue. Yeah, because we know of one person here. and he happens to make a lot of money on the East Coast. And yes, he still lives at home and he's like 30 something years old. But 30 something. Yeah. Someone that we know that is called into your show is also almost 40 and he still lives at home too i think that is really the topic i think that really is a concern for me no i'm not concerned about people that don't have money i'm concerned about people that do have money and still want to live at home i just it seems to me like you are oh i, I got gotcha. you because if you're broke and you live at home because you right. have a real low paying job that kind of makes sense but if you have a bunch of money why are you at home right exactly uh, like yeah. I, I get the families that live together all the time, and but this isn't like. Other. But this isn't like these guys are taking their money and investing back in the family. It just seems like they're stockpiling it so when they come to retire, they can be millionaires with it. Which maybe not, they want to retire early. Maybe well, that's yeah. their plan. And get, who brought that on? I would, I would say, love that. I would say big tech companies like Google, Facebook, um, and Twitter, and all these companies, yeah. Instagram, or now Google or uh, Facebook. Um, they all brought this young I want money now on. Yeah. Doing these podcasts. Well, because it's possible doing podcasts, right? Well, no, YouTubers. But it gives people dreams and hopes. Like these yeah. can do these things and they can actually make a fortune off this stuff. And lots of them have. Right. And they've retired and they were 30 when they've already retired with billions of dollars. Yeah. Remember that documentary we watched on the Silicon Valley? And when, when it was originally a farmland, it was nothing. And then, you know, Apple comes in yeah. and they set this foundation for this like young tech crowd because these yeah. were the kids that were programming at the time yeah and, and then fabulous workplace for them though because i remember that part thinking that i was so jealous they have 
gyms and cafeterias and sleep pods. And those uh, beanbag chairs at your desk. <laughs> oh, those balls, those workout yep. balls. Keep everybody healthy, in shape, happy, because maybe they're living in some crap-ass apartment, and it's way nicer at work because all your food's free and all your exercise oh, is there. yeah. And, okay, I remember the first time I saw and a gourmet. And air conditioning. I, I saw a gourmet um, uh, food buffet, and this was at a gym with one of my ex-girlfriends, and it was so cool. Like, of course, every gym should have a juice bar. But when they call them juice bars, they usually had like a little cooler with some naked juice or whatever juice brands they had in there, and that was it. This place was different. They had like fresh, um, they had fresh kale. They had fresh um, uh, because they were juicing beets. it they there, had, though. Yeah, it, right. And it was very colorful. And I think that but was. But you paid for it. It's it was part of the membership. It was free. You could just go get free yeah. fresh juice. You could go up there with your membership, and you could get like the little juice shots, or you could yeah, get bluegrass shots. Yeah, there's a catch. It's yeah. just going to be the little Jello cup. But still, that's pretty shot. cool. And then you get these big tech companies that come in, and they adopted that. They're like, "Hey, if we can invest in our employees and keep them healthy." Well, no, it's more like if we can invest in our employees and keep them there, so they work more. Right. Because I had a friend years ago who worked for Microsoft um, up in Seattle, and that guy said it was so easy for them to just not leave their office space. He had a cot right in his cubicle area. They had to expand them, I guess, a little bit bigger than the average cubicle. But if he could sleep there, only take a cat nap, like a power nap, wake back up, bust out a little bit more work, and, and he was designing like software for games. Other trades do that, too. Yeah, mm -hmm. the... The, uh, the uh, Latino community that does that on, on job sites, I see all the time. You know, they take a siesta and they'll have their lunch and nap. But again, right. they get there early in the morning and they're usually napping by like 1030. But they get back up and they're, they're right back at it. Yeah. I mean, stronger than ever, hopefully. Like a power break. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you do. You just need to close your eyes. Me? No. I sleep for like a good nine hours, so I couldn't <laughs> do that because then I wouldn't get my job done at all. And then I'd be fired and then I'd be living at home with my parents. No. What about this job, being a cowboy? <laughs> That's physically hard, and I only know that because of where we live, because there still is a lot of cowboys here. Um, and then I was reading up on some vegetarian things just yesterday, and people just say something as simple as a cow. You think it would take a lot of money to feed a cow. Right. They need to be watered. They need to have their... But there's like special specific things and you have to monitor their four stomachs and all their juices and it's really scientific and it's really expensive to well, maintain hey, a cow. Kid Rock wants to be a cowboy. It's Cowboy by Kid Rock. You're listening to Rock Phoenix Live. Cowboy. Well, I'm packing up my game and I'ma head out west Where real women come equipped with scripts and fake breasts Find a nest in the hills, chill like Flint Buy an old drop top, find a spot to pimp Then I'm a kid, rock it up and down your block Go with a bottle of scotch and watch lots of crotch Buy a yacht with a flag saying chillin' the most Then rock that bitch up and down the coast Give a toast to the sun, drink with the stars Get thrown in the mix and tossed out of bars Sip the Tijuana, I wanna roam Find Motown, telling fools to come back home Start an escort service for all the right reasons And set up shop at the top of Four Seasons Kid Rock and I'm the real McCoy 
I bet you'll hear my whistle blowing when my train rolls in. It goes like dust in the wind. I once was lost, but now I'm just blind. Palm trees and weeds, scab knees and rice. Get a map to the stars, find Heidi flights. And if the price is right, then I'm gonna make my bid, boy, and let California hate. Listening to Rock Phoenix Live. Tell me what you really like. Baby, I can take my time. We don't ever have to fight. Just take it step by step. I can see it in your eyes. Cause they never tell me lies. Feel that body shake And the heat between your legs You've been scared of love And what it did to you You don't have to run I know what you've been through Just a simple touch And it can set you free We don't have to rush When you're alone with me
we're not the single type So baby, this the perfect time I'm just trying to get you high Fade it off this touch You don't need a lonely night So baby, I can make it right You just gotta let me try To give you what you want You've been scared of love And what it did to you You don't have to run Touch and it gets set you free. We don't have to rush when you're alone with me. you guys are having a good day on your Labor Day day off. It seems like three days wouldn't be enough, but hey, it could be enough. So I hope you enjoy it with Rock Phoenix Live. This is Def Leppard Animal... Comes to town 
Again, thank you for thank you for using us as your outlet for your Labor Day fun and exciting news and music of always, of course, of always music. So I want to talk about something in Labor Day, which it's interesting that we just finished our series on um, the Superstore on Hulu, and so it's a it's a show about well, basically what I think it is is a show about Walmart employees. Well, they're pretty much like Walmart employees. <laughs> right. Without name dropping or anything like that. Because they almost kind of are colored the same, too. You know, blue and whatever. But I guess maybe Walmart's dark blue. It has yellow. Right. I don't know. The implication All is right, there. Let's just say this for legality purposes. It's not a true rendition of employees from Walmart, okay? It's their version. Whatever. Anyway. There you go. So Cloud nine. Cloud Cloud9 right. is their store. So uh, looking at that, these guys on Labor Day, Walmart's still open, and they're still having people come through. And do those guys ever get really get any breaks or get a chance to feel some sort of uh, of 
feeling of accomplishment or, or well as far as breaks I think they do get them because most of them are part-time employees because they're a big enough corporation that they figured out all the rules if we only keep them a certain amount of hours we don't have to comply with whatever federal or state regulation or guideline right. and then we can pay them less and then we don't have to worry about health care when you think of a, a good paying quality job like does anybody wake up and go I know. I want to go work at Walmart. <laughs> no. 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 I don't think so. I think that, and we know that they take breaks at these places because you always hear them and, I need to go on break. I, I'm, I'm 15 minutes over. Yeah. They pretty much want to leave right in the middle of my transaction if it's break time. <laughs> and I'm like, well, hold on. I don't know how to use your scanner, but I bet I can figure out the payment part. Uh, no. So in one of the episodes, it talks about how the, the general manager and how her, what she makes, and some unprecedented accident happens, and it is broadcasted all over the store, which I guess kind of gives like a little insight into how much these general managers could possibly could, make. Could right? possibly and make. And the, the number was $109,000 a year. And the employees that are doing all the hard work, they're not doing the politics of it, and they're not truly running the store, and they might not be ordering and you know keeping inventory and difficult things that you have to use your brain for, but the physical stuff and dealing with all the customers, minimum wage. Yeah, yeah, and the ones that are sweating their butts bringing your stuff out, especially here in Arizona where it's really hot right now. Yeah, um, these guys are walking these bags of groceries out to your car, and it's just insanely like yeah. 116, 117. Our degrees. particular Walmart, um, the young people and the the, I don't know the. It's not a click list, curbside. I don't know what they call it there. But the manager of that department, he does come out because he works with the young people. But it's mostly young people that come and deliver. And there's a couple of them that I recognize because we do it once a week, sometimes even twice a week. Yep. And they're literally sweating and dripping. And they're trying their best to get all the groceries out. And they're pretty stinking fast, too. I was always impressed. Never once have I um, not been impressed with the speed that these people work at. But they're not supposed to take tips and I say here's a couple of dollars for you and I do it quiet and I try to do it like incognito and a couple of them upset oh no sorry ma'am we're not allowed to take tips and I said well that's too bad and I throw it in their blue bin and cover it up and say take it or leave it and that's it and I go back in the car because they deserve it truly yeah and tips are tips is an interesting topic too that we could talk about because you've got the two different types of tips the tips that go directly to you or like in a bar situation where the tips go in to a general population. And what if, see, I would have a problem with that and not to, to be conceited or I don't know, whatever you want to say. I think I bust ass at my work. And if I was to get tips, which I never do, I think they would be really well deserved. And if I had to put them in a general tip jar. Don't eat yellow snow. There's your tip. That's always my tip. That's everybody's tip. <laughs> well, no, you were born in Southern California. Right. I was born in British Columbia. We don't eat yellow snow. Yeah, in, in California, snow is a rare occurrence. Um, anyways, I wouldn't want to share my tips because I work with some somewhat lazier or you may be working with a new person that's pretty much useless. It's not their fault that they're useless. We'll cover that in a, in a couple minutes, in a few minutes here. We'll talk about that. That's what another topic I want to get into is the younger crowd and their work ethic in the labor. Yeah. Well, I have some good young people. And then we've over the years, because I've been at that particular location for 10 years, we've had some really bad and I was really happy when they quit or just never showed back up to work. 
That was excellent. That was a great day. I think I came home and celebrated with lots of booze. Oh, my gosh. Well, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll cover that in a little bit. Um, but going back to, the, to the, uh, the, the, the big conglomerate stores and how one person can be making $109,000 a year yeah. and anyone else is making minimum wage. Minimum wage. But truly, that person that's up in management, that's like this girl was making 109000 maybe is kind of a really crappy position to be in because you're responsible for all those idiot people that you work with and this particular show the series we're watching they're pretty idiotic yeah i wouldn't say that okay i I don't want to do that this show is not going to say you're an idiot i want to say some of the things that i see are idiotic not necessarily the person but the thought or the thing that they were doing the way they did it yeah i'm not gonna this show though they are so lazy and they're really quite okay you don't want to say idiotic but they are and they choose really because again bad decisions also going back to the hundred nine thousand dollar thing in the show she works her way up too so giving oh yeah she put in her time store for hiring within and and she had to do some things to get there but she finally got yeah bribery right yeah and so if you look at it if you go to a store and you look at some of the employees that work there do you think that they would actually work their way up do you think their management material I oh, would, I don't think so. Right. And 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 that's why I'm saying I don't think some I, I think again, the pay speaks for itself. If people really wanted to make more money, they would try. There shouldn't be such a huge massive gap in between though. Yo, you yeah, should no, be no, able no. to make you start your job at minimum wage. Maybe a little more would be nice. Like we always say, oh, In-N-Out Burger pays more than minimum wage. So it's possible. You start employees at more than minimum wage, and ours here is really stinking low, and only because of that Prop 105 or whatever it was is the only reason why it's increased. Otherwise, we'd still be at like $8 or whatever. Do you remember what happened when, uh, when they did the increase? There was a couple stores in Flagstaff that had to close because yeah. they couldn't afford employees anymore. Yeah, because like, they have a if, whole bunch of employees. If we look at the scales and how and how things like this tip the scales, we can see how the economy is doing. And again, I guess everything was fine at minimum wage being low, and then somebody had to speak up. Well, and it's it's worked out well because it should have been increased, but it should have been increased by your employer that realized you're doing a really good job and I'd like to pay you more money rather than being forced to because nobody likes to be forced to. Right. Hey, check this out. This next band, they've gone through three different singers. It's incredible. This is ACDC. This is Hell's Bells. You're listening to Rock Phoenix Live.
right, this next one, I'm totally a Hagar fan. I don't know about you guys, but Roth for me was just a face. That's it. No more, no less. This is Van Halen on top of the world.
Landing on top. I love that song. That is great. And again, I'm it's like I said, I'm always a huge Hagar fan. I wasn't really a Roth fan, but I like Van Halen all over, so it doesn't matter to me. I'm a David Lee Roth fan. Really? And you're right. You said it was about his it's not. His face. It shouldn't be about the face. Yeah, he was really good looking. And I used to watch music videos, like I've said a whole bunch of times, and jump was the best music video. I could hit pause when he was up on the little <laughs> stage where the drum set was and he would like do this spread eagle jump. Off. Oh my gosh. I said jump. Yeah. Holy cow. And then he had Never this me down. He had this little look, this little cute smirky little I don't know, cheeky look on his face. He was totally sexy. Ugh. So he would be my fave just because he's sexy. Sammy Hagar is crazy. He sounds fantastic, but his hair is a little, I don't know. He was famous. Not sexy. He was famous before Roth. So if anybody ever says to you, Lee or, Roth, or Hagar or Roth, you'd always got to say Hagar because he was famous because Van Halen actually wanted Roth when, or Van Halen actually wanted Hagar when he was famous already. Right. Yeah, very true. And he's probably a lot more successful now you know, with all of his, um, I don't know. Previous, I think I think I saw the pictures. Oh, just as a businessman, right. David Lee Roth was touring with Kiss. Yeah, but he's still touring. I think Sammy Hagar just went on to expand, and he's probably a really great businessman. I think he's done. Remember that? Uh, remember our old neighbor Brian? Oh right, hey Brian. <laughs> our old neighbor Brian. He had to run downstairs. He's like, we can hear we can hear him from the floor below. He's running up the stairs. I can hear him. He's like, what is he doing? Oh, my God. Where is he going? And he's running up the stairs. And he's like, hey, I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you something. And he shows me this picture. And he's dug of Hagar in the bathroom at some club he was at. Well, no. They talked. And he even put his arm around him. And they got their That's picture right. he taken. Was in, didn't he go to Florida? And he went to the restaurant? I don't remember. But I wasn't out of Brian is so friendly. He will talk to anybody because he's brave. He's not shy. No. And, and that's a really cool feature. Yeah. I want to make sure I don't diss that. Yeah. No. Introduces himself and shows a great amount of respect. And, you know, really, it's a fabulous photo. Yeah. No. He it didn't was, force totally Sammy cool. Hagar to say, hey, dude, can I take a selfie? To meet Hagar a, in a bathroom? That's pretty funny. I didn't know he was in a bathroom, Yeah. Though. He was going to take a leak and he went in I there. I thought that was your Gary and... Tom Selleck story in the bathroom. That was just dumb. <laughs> We're not going there. That was just dumb. That was move on from Brian and yeah, Sammy that, Hagar. That was Gary <laughs> thinking that he was more than something. Yeah, more than he is. He doesn't look like Tom Selleck in no. any way or shape or form. <laughs> not even when he was young. <laughs> right. So Anyhow. going back to labor. Um, all right. So we talked about big corporate corporate America sort of. Um, what do you think about the smaller chains? I want to make sure we just add a couple more uh, stores that actually do actually really help and in, in empower their employees. And I think uh, if you look at Fry's, Fry's market stores or Kroger, they seem like they've got, I mean, uh, their employees look a little bit more like they're sane. In, in a better platform. I work four doors down from a fries. And like I said, I've been there for 10 years. So you can imagine all the fries employees that have come in. And we have little chit chats because Jen talks a lot. And uh, no, they they didn't, aren't really impressed with their management at all. And I guess they're treated quite poorly quite often. Oh. Yeah, there's well, a whole the red behind shirts the scenes. and the nice clothes give it a, make it look a different no, story. No, the store is yeah, you're right. The store is nice and they keep it clean and I think everyone works hard. And when I go there, most of the time, I don't have to bag my own groceries. That's a thing. <laughs> 
You know you are, what you're saying? That's interesting about you, and I'm sure a lot of other people feel the same way, but the whole bagging your groceries thing is just interesting to me. Like, I don't mind bagging my own groceries. It doesn't make me feel bad or any less if someone doesn't stop and help or whatever. I well, don't mind it. But when I go into our particular store, they're all standing around chit-chatting in, like, group of three or four or whatever. Oh, oh all right, all right. And okay, I'm that's bagging right. yeah, my yeah. groceries because right, well, they're just having a little that, talk. That's something different I want to talk about, and I guess we can talk about it right now. Um, this is going to be probably a, a, a very, very a hot topic because uh, it's so controversial, and I'm probably going to. It's called something. customer service. Well, no. What I want to get to is our young youth in the working place. Okay, our youth are doing jobs and doing in retail, which they're supposed to. Yeah, it's okay, a good start. And, and I want to make. I just want to make a small. Uh, uh, um, I just want to say something. Uh, I just want to share share an experience about a store, a store called Del Taco, um, <laughs> and, and then this is gonna, and this is how demographic works. So, Our particular one, right? You yeah. go to it. I travel around for work. I go to a lot of people's homes. I go to a lot of different areas of Arizona, and I've experienced things and I've seen things. And one of the things that you do is you stop sometimes for lunch because yeah, this is what you do, food. right? Yeah. If I go to a Del Taco, say in another demographic south. Mm-hmm. They have the best tacos. Like I can get my order customized because I'm vegan, and they are the best tacos. And they're oh, like the worth the money that you pay. Not saying now that I it's know expensive. everybody. The, the beans have cheese in them or whatever and dairy, so leave me alone. The uh, <laughs> I can get my vegan vegetarian top burritos with no cheese, no sour cream, and they taste wonderful. The burritos are folded. The, the everything is yeah it doesn't, doesn't fall all fall out, out. out. right yeah because while you're driving and eating and okay. Now, and here's Tomatoes another, here's are the, falling the other part of this analogy. I go to another Del Taco north, where we are. Mm. And I go to this Del Taco, and I order the same thing. Well, it comes out in a mess. It comes out flat. It's small. About half the size. Right. And it's yeah. just the presentation is not there. Yeah. And... The service when you're at the window is like mediocre. They they don't really want to be there, and everyone is on their phones. Now, I'm not saying it's Del Taco's fault for this. It could be for training purposes. I'm it not sure. It could just be that store. But what I'm manager. getting at is this: the white kids at our store aren't doing crap. The Latinos at the other store make a great Taco Bell. Now, again, why would anybody say who Del would want Taco. white people making Mexican food? But there's a lot of good chefs out there, and they do do an incredible job at making Mexican food. I make good Mexican food. Right. We all have good ways of making Mexican food. <laughs> I think we just, maybe our store isn't making the effort, because our store is also old, and it's also not and, really And that's remodeled. not just the only complaint that people have with fast food. Again, you get, you're hoping your meal's right, because when you're in drive-thru, if it's not right, you've got to back up, get into a parking spot, run inside, make sure your meal's correct. I think correct. their focus should always be consistency. If you are a chain, you should all follow the same. You have all the same right. ingredients. You should follow the same measurements and the same steps and the same guidelines. Maybe our store in particular doesn't really care. So, right, and that's what I think it is. I don't think it has anything to do with the train. I mean, again, unless they're not training right, unless the manager of that store is a slacker and he's slacking off on Maybe. duties or whatever. Or if, I don't know, it could be anything. When you work in a franchise, you have a, a district manager and he comes and oversees, makes sure that all the yep. stores are running 
the same capacity everywhere, right? Yep. If you go here, you should get the same thing there, right? Ours comes quarterly. Exactly. And all of those right. stores exactly. have to look the same. And that's what a lot of the world it, it thinks. It's like, hey, if I stop at a McDonald's in Alabama, I can get the same thing in California. Shouldn't be any different. Well, sometimes there's specialty items. Like I told you years and years ago, my mom took a road trip from all the way across Canada, from the West Coast to the East Coast, and they had McLobster. And oh. even though British Columbia is on the West Coast, we didn't have McLobster. She had McLobster on the right. East Coast. So there's certain things that would be different, but the general menu always should be the same. Right, because when I went there with you, they had the McShrimp or something like that. Yeah, and then, well, yeah, and then some special ones. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so there's a, there, there's a, that's what people want is consistency, okay? And with prices going up on food items nowadays, it's hard to say that you're not going to argue now that your, you know, $3 burrito, which once was $3 burrito, is now 7 or maybe went up a buck. It's 6 5 whatever. If prices keep going up on things, we're going to continue to pitch a fit if they're not correct the way we want them. And I have a show, and I'm going to pitch a fit. So when I see that my food is different in different areas, like I, I shouldn't have to... Uh, what you should do is say something to the manager and not just bitch on your podcast. Right. You should say, do you have a manager? I travel all over this state, and guess what? Your particular restaurant is always a little messier and a little lacking, and I'm not really sure what the issue is, but I just want to make you aware of it. Well, that's why I leave it up to women. Women are always the ones that want to be. Oh yeah, we're the Karens. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, you guys like it though. I think secretly you like it because we really do stir stuff up and get some shit done. All right. Well, that's another podcast. This is about labor, about working, about having a day off, having it's fun. It's very laborious to be a Karen and complain about everything, you know. <laughs> and some of you shouldn't. That's one job that should just dissipated. I hope you're not giving government funding for being a Karen, because that would just be terrible. But anyway, going back to fast food, there's a lot of, I guess fast food is just getting the shaft. Like when we went to um, In-N-Out, that was a perfect experience. A lot of cars oh. in line, but they were cranking them out, cranking Fabulous. Them out. There was so many cars in line. It was their entire drive through their entire parking lot, the entire other part of the street that goes into the mall and almost out onto the main road. We were all on the shoulder and they took a single line then they made it double. Then they said you were behind that black Kia whatever yep. and everyone just I got know, a question though. My concern was this. What if you don't, like the one guy, he tells you hey this car you follow that way he knows the order placement when they get it inside. Yep. What if that gets misconstrued because right now a lot of people on the roads and that's again another podcast about our roads and anger issues like but what in if, front of you? Yeah, what if one guy like, oh my God, I'm impatient. Well, if you're in a hurry, don't go to In-N-Out Burger because they're so awesome. Everybody goes to In-N-Out Burger and there's always a huge line. And the consistency... That was the first mistake. The consistency with In-N-Out Burger is really good because you get it everywhere. Yeah. So if you're like at one In-N-Out, they're always packed. You go to another In-N-Out, they're always packed too. And they totally customize all of our stuff because, yep. of course, we want a vegan version. So And they don't have a veggie patty. They make you this fabulous vegetable sandwich like a bun and huge tomatoes and fresh lettuce and put onions on it and it's really fantastic. Yeah. And they always get ours right. I don't think I've ever gotten an In-N-Out order wrong. That just so irks me. I can't stand <gasps> that. But maybe it's because they pay their people more. Oh, that's right. Hey, that's a good 
right? Because I just said we always idea. hear In and Out Burger pays that. above. Yeah. Ah, empower the employees, make them proud of their job. They do good work, and yep. it shows. And you gotta be careful. You don't want them forming unions. <laughs> Okay, Cloud9, representative. <laughs> All right. So, hey, check this out. This next guy, hey, he's a producer, and he's a direct, or I think he's a producer, and he's also a DJ himself. This is Radiohead. This is Creep. But I'm a queen 
Congratulations to Radiohead for being inducted into the Hall of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2019. That's freaking awesome. Anybody else get those sexual innuendos? Here comes the snake. I'm going to eat your apple to the core. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. 
I just like the beat. That's my kind of music. That, I go, that goes out to all the guys that are starting to get hammered right now. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good around this pool party. Here comes the snake. I'm going to eat your apple, baby. <laughs> to the core. <laughs> Woo! That's yeah, guys. Intense. Get her. Get her done. All right. Hey. All right. So we talked about re, uh, the food industries. Um, let's talk about, I want to say, uh, restaurants. And I'm going to include in restaurants, I'm going to include gas stations uh, because I want to sum these up um, only because some gas stations serve hot food. So I'm going to call these gas stations like small micro restaurants or like the drive through restaurants, like the places that only have drive through. Like, you know, like the one Chipotle now has like this little drive through one only. Right. Yeah. Well, oh, they have such a clever little name. What's that called? The guaca, guaca lane or guacamole lane or guac. Guacamole. I gotta look that up because it was so cute when I saw the sign. Yep. You're right. Order yeah. on your app, drive through yep. the guacamole lane. So you guys probably restaurants suck just in general, I'm sure. I've seen like cat fights that go out because I mean, you get some, and the restaurants is a, is a vague genre because there's so many different types of restaurants. I mean, you have strip clubs, you have uh, bars only, or you have like. I think it's weird that you just thought a strip club was the first type of restaurant. Is this the top of your head? Well, no, I'm just saying. I don't want to eat food at a strip club. What I mean by restaurants is in the in the business servers, servers, cooks, uh, waiters, uh, maitre d's. Um, you know, these people. These are the ones I'm talking about. The ones that are on the front line when it comes to dealing with the general public because this job is something that's really hard to do because when you deal with the general public i mean you're up for scrutiny every day yeah like, don't tell me we don't have people watchers out there that look at these people and go oh look at her hey margaret look at look at her shorts They're too short her butt's hanging out oh that's terrible why do they hire these people oh and they say it loud enough yeah. so we can actually hear right them? and it's like you're scrutinizing the person but oh. you're, you're, you're everybody does it Come my on, work is more like me. the sires <gasps> <laughs> and that's it. Don't tell me that you don't that no one else does this. This is something that everybody does and we're all thinking it and we're all and we always judge them. That's how we give them a tip. Like like she could have been the nicest person in the world, but if she came out to your table and your husband's staring at this woman with her chest open and Well, you probably shouldn't have went to Hooters. Well, I'm not saying Hooters. I'm talking about <laughs> anywhere. Like a lot of things a lot of times nowadays women are wearing collared shirts buttoned down, but they leave an extra butt. I, I'm, I'm not saying it's ha it's stores are sometimes telling people to they do don't this, even have that. But they're doing shirt. It. They just have the tank top underneath the shirt. So I see. Yeah, they're trying to maybe get extra tips. They're doing it. I know it on purpose. I for I, tips. I, I, I could, anywhere. Oh, because I think anybody that's boobage is hanging out, I really don't want them to handle my food. And what about things like Hooters and like Tilted Kilt and all that? Then I would expect it. But a regular restaurant, we don't go to fancy. We go to just regular chain, whatever, non-chain family restaurants. I don't need tank top girl with her boobs hanging out, coming and dropping off my food and asking my son leaning across the table, well, was it that I can get you? What are you going to order, sweetie? Well, right, and they're going to say that that falls under the parent because the parent's the one that takes the kid to the facility, the restaurant. No, we, like I said, it's a regular family restaurant. We are supposed oh, to take our children there. Right. I'm, if it's Hooters, I expect it. Well, and Tilt a lot of them claim to be family restaurants yes 
I don't think that's very family-ish. And I don't think it's proper uniform either. I right. wore a uniform at my work, and my son wore a uniform when he went to school. I'm not, And it wasn't a, pub, or a private school. It's just I think uniforms can be a really good thing, again, to keep conformity. Yeah. You know what you expect. Yeah. Everyone's comfortable because that last time I went to that restaurant, they all looked the same. And maybe you tuck your shirt in. Maybe you have it untouched. Maybe your pants are capri pants or they're long or they're long sh- shorts. But what, a, what about the girl consistent. in the corner that's like twiddling your hair going, oh, when's my shift over? Who's on Facebook? Well, she should be fired. But then again, that's not up to her. That's up to the management. <laughs> well, I found it interesting at my work for years and years and years, our cell phones were not allowed up front. Right. They had to stay in the back. Yep. And I always kept mine in the back of my purse, kind of in the middle. And then when we hired all these young people in the last few years, they keep them in their pocket. But they're on silent, so who cares? I'm not going to nitpick about silly stuff, right? Then I noticed they're watching, because we happen to have a group of uh, young people that I work with now that are investing in different stocks and things. So they need to keep their eye on the market. So they have it sitting on our back computer, which is still visible to customers. It's on, but it's still silent, so we don't say anything. But then our company's email, our Microsoft email, now has an authenticator code. I guess Microsoft yep. has required that. Yeah, oh, I saw that. I saw. And the we have to have our cell phones on us. And I said, that is so weird. So not only did I just put an app on my personal phone that my company does not pay even a fraction of. But how many times do you use the app? I mean, again, is, turns is the app out running that in the background? Well, I don't know. I don't know anything about cell phones, but that's well, not the point. The point is I now have to keep my cell phone on me because sometimes we accidentally log out of our email. We have to log back in. We have to put the code in again. You know, what I, you know what I think? This is what I think about the UPS stores and, and, and FedEx and stuff like that. Sorry, go ahead. We never said anything about a UPS store until now. Well, I'm just saying at your work, you talked about it on podcast before. I never said where I worked. I just say customer anyway, service. Anyway, so I think again, retail. I think these stores require, should have your phone on you anyway, because a lot of the th- things now with phones, you can scan packages. So no, it, we have infrared scanners right at our register. We don't scan anything with our personal well, phones. Right, but what I'm saying is like you could use your phone if there was an app that was running on both the computer and your phone. No, you could do estimates on your phone and actually ring people up on no. The, no, everything is secured. Too much personal information. Everything behind the well, counter is all secure. Well, it can't be secure now if Microsoft has an app on your phone. No, that's not. We don't have email on our back, our our private computers. We only have it on like the rental computer, which is what we use. Uh, and so does the public. So we need to have that so nobody accidentally gets in our email. Right. Well, hey. No, we don't do anything on our phones I think, other I think than I think a lot of people around. are scared when they have to put work stuff on their personal phone. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's different. I had the same feeling. I broke my work phone and, you know, having to call customers on your work on your personal phone within fear that they might call you back on your personal phone cuz hey, right. here we go again. This is Labor Day. We're not working. We want time away from our work right now. We want to yeah, get away. Yeah, but you would still answer your phone whether it's your that, work phone. That's not phone the point I'm talking personal. about. I'm saying, "Hey, we want some personal space." And that's why some companies, yeah. especially in the tech industry, they give you a business right but no we all had to download this app and put it on our personal phone that's the question i wonder i wonder if facebook and and things like that they give out work phones 
or do you have to have, or do they just pair your phone? Because I know for sure when you get into Facebook, like if right. you're an employee, your phone will connect to their Wi-Fi. I'm sure, and it's they've all got synced. you. I mean, they've got yeah. uh, with what Facebook can do, they can get into. I'm your sure those people are probably microchipped and they didn't realize it. No, something they like go to shake your hand and you know, I don't know, it injects a little chip into you. They know who you are. Wow. That as soon was... as you get within the vicinity, as soon as you're parking your car, they know that Jen's there. Hey, man. And as a hippie <laughs> over here, that's not right for microchipping, man. That's the end of the world, man. Yeah, you know. I'm old school. Well, all right, I wouldn't well, do it. Here's to you guys in the restaurant world. Uh, here's to servers, cooks, Mainer D's, the guys that have to deal with people at gas Customer stations. Customer service. Customer service. Tough. Yeah. We're a, we're a now our people. skin has to be even thicker than well, before. Especially in this time right now. Yeah, yep. even thicker than before because it's quite bad. Hey, well, you know what? Thanks. Th- this guy, actually, Justin Bieber and his wife, just bought a brand new house in Beverly Hills. Somewhere in the uh, $25 million range. But uh, how- congratulations, Justin, on that new house. This is Let Me Love You. <laughs> to believe we were burning on the edge of something beautiful something beautiful selling a dream smoking mirrors keep us waiting on a miracle on a miracle
Smokers. These guys are the most paid DJs ever. In books of old, the legends and the myths, Achilles and his gold, Achilles and his gifts, Spider Man's control, and Batman with his fist. And clearly I don't see myself upon that list But she said, where'd you wanna go? How much you wanna risk? 
I'm not looking for somebody with some superhuman gifts Some superhero, some fairy tale bliss Just something I can turn to, somebody I can kiss I want something just like this Rock Phoenix Live!
have fun dancing together i hope the one you're dancing with you've got him him or her held close and you guys are just enjoying your labor day getting the drinks down getting the fun down getting ready to go back to work it's gonna suck it's it, it is what it is right well Damn some it. of us didn't get three what if we could off? all just win the lotto some of us only got two days off i know well exactly ah, can always be worse yeah exactly that's how I like to think of life. It can always be worse. And then that keeps me sort of upbeat. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's a good outlook on life. <laughs> wow. It's we a all positive, have that. It's a positive outlook, <laughs> and I believe we all should adopt that. <laughs> it can always be worse. It's true. It could. Shit happens. If we could all wear that shirt, shit happens. Yeah. Well, welcome to the shit show was the one that I was just showing you. That one's my favorite. Right. Hope you guys are enjoying your Labor Day weekend. Uh, hope you're staying safe as well. Don't drink and drive. And if you're still in traffic or you're still trying to get your way ho butt home before, uh, before the daily grind, getting ready for work, showering, getting the kids ready for the night. 
If you're stuck in traffic, try to stay calm. Enjoy the ones that you're with. Put on some good tunes. Look out the put window. On good t- what are you doing? You're driving them away. No. It Don't c- put on good tunes. Keep us this on. This good tunes. Right. right. right yeah. And you know what? Um, it could always be worse because you might not be in air-conditioned car. You could be sweating. Oh, and those guys. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that's a different topic because I'm sure it wasn't the air conditioner that... Yeah. I'm sure it was the owner's fault for not maintaining the car. Or maybe they just couldn't afford air conditioning. Or it could just be broke. Right. All right. So the next topic I want to get to is the education system. And this one, um, again, uh, going back to our children, um, I I don't want to focus too much on the children part of it. I said a little bit about it. Um, This part, I want to go back to the teachers and their education and, and what they're doing as far as their labor goes and how they're going to have to survive in these upcoming weeks and upcoming months and how things are happening right now. It's just crazy how we've got this hybrid system going on of, like, in school and online. Yeah, our school has the flex. I talked about that last time. You can be in school because we already went back because we're a public charter. gives us a little bit more flexibility. Or you can be a distance learner, stay at home. Or you can be flex, which is both. Right. And the teachers really are struggling. And we've got some great teachers. And then we have a particular not-so-great substitute teacher, but that's a whole other story. Um, and they are. They're learning to teach in front of their class, which they know like the back of their hands. But they also have to sign into their Google Meets or their Zoom meetings because they still have the kids that are at home. And they're wearing a face mask. And they're socially distancing. And they need to figure out how we can hear them using their cheap little school, you know, You want to know the iron Chromebook. I, I want to tell you the irony that I see here right now. Here's the irony that I see. I see this. I see all these people starting these podcasts with these microphones. I see all these kids with gaming microphones. I see all this technology happening around these teachers and it's like they're it's like they're just like, "Okay, um um oh, 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 stop doing that. Stop doing that. No, no, you stop doing that. Stop doing that. No, 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 you stop doing that." Okay. Okay, how can I get my computer to work with Zoom? Oh my god, I need something. I need something. It's well, like, "Hello, look around you." Go get a USB microphone. Go get equipment that these guys are doing already. Yeah. I'm sitting here with this equipment. Like, how can teachers can't stop using their stupid microphones on their lap? I mean, and I don't know. What I mean, and this is another topic I'm sure of, but again, if we're going to touch on it lightly, is um, they should have been prepared. And yeah. the technology has been there. They turned an eye to it. Yeah. Well, I can see where a teacher wouldn't want to have to go buy their own, but the computer, the school should have provided that for them. And I don't know how much Bluetooth headsets are because I have the old-fashioned headset that gets plugged in. Yeah, but you don't need and a Bluetooth. You don't want fabulous. No, I mean wireless. I would no no. I'm you need say, wireless. If you have a laptop, you're gonna want something hardwired. Hardwired no, is always better. They need to be able to move around and write on that whiteboard and not have cords getting oh, tangled. Oh, you're right, not. Right. Right. Yeah, them, right. yeah, they're still in their class. They still have to walk around and check on all the children that are there, or you know, walk over to one end of the classroom or the other. We don't need to view them; we need to hear them. Us distance learners—that's well, the problem. Let me ask you: Do you remember that the whole teacher strike thing? 
when they the red for Ed. Yeah, red red for Ed. Yeah, they got a raise out of that. I I'm sure. As far as I know, I try not to follow the politics. I was just saying, like, I'm glad they got that raise. I hope they did. I'm glad they got that raise if they did because it would just make it's they 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 need it now because this is a struggling time for a teacher. Like, you're getting more scrutiny than cops are getting right now. Yeah, a lot of angry parents, and that's one. Oh my gosh. Well, when we talk about we'll talk about customers in the in the customer service department. Yeah, parents. Parents are the worst. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, parents are also the ones that are the rude customers because they just left their child at home at some Zoom meeting where maybe it got hacked into and there's like porn flash on there or maybe it's a ghoul meet and you know what? We keep getting kicked out or we're frozen or the teacher's not there. What we have experienced, me and our son, is we go into a Google meet using their link and we think we're in, and there's a couple other kids, and it pops up, and we're like, hi, so-and-so, and we can see all of our friends. And then all of a sudden, we realize it's like seven minutes into it, 10 minutes, and there's no teacher. We're in a different Google Meet of our own. So I have to unmute our microphone and say, hey, guys, I think we're in the wrong class. Let's get out and go back in. I've only watched five or six so live meetings and it happened four times already interesting yeah very and then um sometimes the teacher will freeze sometimes will freeze you click on to unmute your microphone because everyone's supposed to be muted and it hesitates and then all of a sudden you got cameras on cameras off i think number one rule click on the teacher pin them because there's a there's a little push pin Pin the teacher. Kids shouldn't be seeing their friends. They should be focused on the teacher. Oh, right. And then when you pin them, that's the only screen they see yep. is the pin. Right? And it's really blurry and it's pixelating. You can hardly see crap because, again, they have yep. these cheap Chromebooks or well, whatever. But again, not to go too far down that rabbit hole. Um, yes, these teachers, like I said, I'm glad they got that raise because they need it right now. For them to be able to pick up this networking language and use it in in a matter of months is really difficult it takes a long time to learn networking it takes a long time to learn um learn something and and the funny thing about these yoga parent moms is they all have iphones so they all get iphones so that they all know how to work their own iphones so they can send pictures to each other and that's kind of how iphone works is like they have this demographic that knows how they work their phones so when you're comfortable with it great i ask them all the time you might want to get an android phone no no, 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 no. I need my iPhone. Only iPhone. Right. Well, and, and I'm totally the opposite. I so, don't want anything to so do again, with one. So again, some of those moms are teachers. And <laughs> because some yoga parent moms that go to the gym and stuff like that have yeah, all the iPhones. they're teachers. They're sure. teachers. Yep. And so these people use iPhone all the time. Okay, so now you're going into Google Classroom, which is Android-based. Yeah. They have no idea. Well, it's called practice. And before you knew that you were going to be doing some Google Meets or Zoom meetings, you might want to try to do a couple, like with your friends or your relatives in other states. Like, hey, if I send you a link, can we practice together just for fun? Can you hear me? Can I hear you? See me? That kind of idea. Right. I swear our first day of school was a cluster you know what? Be- our meeting was just 
holy crap it's like nobody even knew what they were doing and yet they were all tooting their own horn saying well, we've worked so hard well, let's go well to it a, doesn't show let's go to a, let's go to a positive side of this too remember the teachers that would come around in cars and would want to come see their kids in the graduating class right because they drove we we have a school right behind us and those teachers were the ones they drove by our neighborhood they had their radios on they were playing fun tunes they were honking all the kids because we heard the commotion it's not even our school yeah, and it yeah. almost like made the hair on your arms stand up and your eyes get a little teary. It was just amazing to see. Yeah. And they're all waving and especially young kids are like, hi, Mrs. So-and-so. It was really cool. Our school did not do that. And they was- made us drive through to say hi to them. Right. And before I, I touched on it before about how I thought our kids were spoiled because we were having to drive around and give them this 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 graduation or give them this end of whatever because of the pandemic. So on the other side of it, I'm going to say you're right. It was very touching. And for the kids, they, yeah. I, I think some of them needed it because they needed that touch that they needed that that social ability to see their parents see the, see and their see teachers their teachers again. again. Yeah. And yeah, they miss them. We were talking about this not to go too far off topic. But remember how we're talking about llamas and how they're very social animals. They are. And a lot of animals are social and like bulls when you put them away and they're not social they go a little nuts yep and you put a bull out to pasture and he's all by himself because we think bulls are so aggressive right and they really do have an illness because they're social and we neglect them obviously we feed them and you take care of them but i mean as far as not letting them interact with other ones they do they go a little bit crazy and a little bit mental and that's part of and their there's aggression. A, there's a name for that. I forgot what well, it was. Well, in llamas, it's male berserk syndrome and I learned <laughs> that years ago and I thought they were making <laughs> it up but for real, there were people, I went to a llama farm a long, long, long time ago. There are people that were buying llamas for pets for their children. You know, they live on a acreage or they have a hobby farm or whatever and they were leaving them and as the llamas get bigger and bigger the you know way taller than the kids um the kids were a little bit afraid so they were like throwing in the food and throwing in the water and nobody was really like interacting with them and they didn't have other llamas to mix with and to touch because llamas don't live in stalls in the barn they live in an open barn they have to be able to mix and see i think humans are, are social animals as well oh sure absolutely no, there's. I don't know any hermits. John Taffer is the master at knowing social ability in humans. <laughs> right. His bars. Oh my God, they make tons of money. Yeah, Just he explains on the social ability alone. He explains the science behind the science it all. Of it, right. Uh, what was that called when you have to like channel people through and then they a kind butt of butt funnel. Butt funnel. I was telling people about that on a podcast. A butt funnel. Yeah, that's incredible. He like designed this so that a woman and a man would meet. Or a man and man, whatever. Yeah, whoever would would meet in this small close area, proximity, which is the only way out of the dance floor. So it creates a butt funnel. So that and only, that that's the only way in, only way out, and you have to meet mix with people, and it's only two people wide. And that doesn't really work out so anyway, well. This whatever day that and is, age, huh? So, but yeah, so going back to teachers, you guys. This is, I hope you're enjoying your three-day weekend because, man, this was a tough one, and it's going to get even worse. I, can, I can't imagine, but we're already in cahoots with our schools. I can only imagine what other districts and other schools around the world are even doing right now. Yeah, because they're imagine, recently imagine starting to go Imagine places that back. don't have the economy that we have that are listening right now. Think about Mexico. Think about uh, you know Italy right now. Think about 
uh, Germany. What's going on over there? What are these guys doing in the school systems? Are they going through the same things with the online stuff? They'd have to be. Yeah, I would think so. But unless they're still in quarantine, there's no schooling going on. But how do you do distance learning? Say a country like Mexico, I don't want to imply that they're poor, but they do not have a strong economy like what we do here. Right. So how are those kids doing it? Do they have internet? Do they have computers? No, they're swinging by the school. Their parents can. Picking up packets. So photocopied packets, just like if you were in the class with a piece of paper and a pencil and an eraser, and they're doing their work that way and handing it in at the end of the week. Well, I'm glad there's somebody there making these packets. Somebody stuff. had to do something. Yeah. Well, and that's the human heart, and the human heart is strong. And that's why today's a day about celebrating the human heart and how much effort we put into our work and labor that we put in, or that we do. Because, hey, who knows? What if we didn't have jobs? We could be the opposite end of this. And that's another thing we should talk about. Coming up after this song by Nine Inch Nails, this is Closer.
want to say thank you to our education system workers. You guys are doing the best you can with what you got, and it's tough. It really is. But, again, thank you so much. Hope you guys are enjoying your three-day weekend. Sucks it's so over. Sad, I know. But you know what? When you guys get back home, when you're finally safe and sound from traveling, or whatever the case may be, um, that uh, you guys pop open something and really enjoy tonight before you have to get the kids back to school and all that, because that's going to be fun one, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. All right, so I want to talk about this one I know near and dear to my heart, the construction force and landscaping. These guys, <laughs> these guys work all the time. That's a dirty <laughs> job, especially here. Sweaty all the dirty. Time. Are you crying? <laughs> Blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure you're not in construction. I uh, do construction. You do some construction-ish stuff, yes, involving hammers and drills. That is not, not true. A construction guy. I swing more than hammers. You do have a tool belt. I do. Yeah. Yes, I have to wear it every day and a mask. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, <laughs> we all have to wear masks. Anyway, these guys. Do you get yelled at for not putting it over your nose, though? Oh, I don't think so. The, okay, there's a problem that though. How do you feel about someone coming up to your home? Like, let's say you have something wrong with your air conditioning system, and let's say you need to get service on it. So you, you know, schedule an appointment, and you're not thinking anything about it when you schedule the appointment because it's over the phone. You're like, this is just a phone call. They show up at your house. I mean, how do you feel? Do you want them wearing a mask? Do you not want them wearing a mask? Do you know what? I believe they are required to wear a mask unless I say otherwise. Now, you're coming yes. inside my house. Well, and I also would like them, and I could appreciate if I have really nice carpet, booties. Right? Yeah, Booties. Because yeah. if you're going in and out and in and out. And we actually, because it's so sunny and dry here, we don't really have like muddy grass or we don't even have grass are you kidding you know we don't really have that kind of environment but some people take their shoes off so yes you can wear your shoes but you better put booties on right and i think you should wear a mask until and you could ask say you know if you prefer you know because you don't want to look weird like outer space or scary or whatever you know maybe they have small children that are going to be staring at you like who's this creepy man am i having surgery or i don't know but you I don't know. You should. I'll tell you what I, I've been experiencing. I've been experiencing this. I go to people's homes and the mask's already on, and I ring the door with it on. Good. And I, they're like, just like, you can take it off if you want to. It's okay. It's fine. You don't have to wear then it. Then that's their choice. Right. Or Mine or I get the other ones, which are, it makes me awkward, which is where they, when you have the mask on, are still six feet apart from you. Right. Because they think you have something. Right. Because you're wearing the mask. Right. You must be sick. Well, plus, my mask. And then on, on, on top of that, imagine if you have an appointment where you need multiple people. So think about it. You've got three members from, from the company yeah. all wearing masks. Yeah. And then they're all standing there with masks on, gloved up, booties on. I mean, you, you look like it's a hazmat situation. Yeah. That's what I mean. It could be scary to kids or it could be scary to somebody that's really Pets. stressed out over this. What? Yeah. I'm sure you get bit by more dogs than before. <laughs> they're growling at you. Usually they love you. No, now yep. they're like, who the hell is this weirdo in my house? So, yeah, that would be like the service department. And you guys, and, and we do, uh, it's just, it's a, it's a crazy thing. Being in the service department or, or doing what I do uh, in the, in the electric, electrical low, vi low voltage thing of what we do. Um, it's kind of a fun thing right now because people s will overlook the coronavirus 
for a TV. They'll overlook the coronavirus for oh yeah for uh, their surround for their, sound for their automation system. Yeah, their automated blinds. They so overlook they don't have to get all up this off stuff their butt. because they want this cool technology. Oh heck yeah! Don't yeah. we all? And we're gonna come to we're gonna get back to this topic later. But re- real estate agents, man, you should just hear about what's going on. What I got I got to tell you guys. Um, but yeah, so in the service department and the in electrical industry and the low voltage industry. It's just kind of like that. It's kind of like you walk into somebody's house and they pretty much tell you whether they feel comfortable or not with you. Yeah. And again, you know, a lot of people are now so freaked out about the N95 too. Like, I don't get that. Why are you guys freaked out? We've been wearing this forever. And now you're like, everybody's wearing homemade masks. It's just a, a norm to have a homemade mask. Right. Well, because we couldn't get N95s. And now they're going back to that. Oh, our hospital workers need them now too. I'm sorry. I had these. Well, I'm, it wasn't like I went to a hospital and stole them. Going back oh, to oh, I see. They kind of shaming you a mm-hmm. little bit, saying maybe you should donate those N95s to a right. hospital worker. Yeah, and again, I understand. Oh uh, no, they're not that difficult to find these days. People are ordering them and they're receiving them. Well, and Might we don't know. You said that the water shortage is happening. Yeah, weird. I went to our store across the way, and uh, the whole water aisle was really quite empty again. And there was another aisle or two that just looked bare. And I had a little moment of, you know, like fear again because we went grocery shopping in the whole um, initial part of our pandemic when everyone was freaking out and all the toilet paper was gone and all the cleaners were gone. And I was buying wet wipes because I got to wipe with something, you know, and right. But and that was really scary to walk around a store that you've seen every day for years and years. It's always been stocked up to see it so empty. There's no soup. There's no rice. There's no baking. I have never seen that in in a mass global global scale. Um, I only know that when like earthquakes happen in California, you see shelves go barren because electric electricity's out or whatever the case may be that that we needed supplies. Yeah. Um, But to see it on a global scale. It's just incredible. Like yeah. everybody on Facebook from every country to, or not country, but from every state in our country was talking about toilet paper. Yeah. Every store. Oh, the I world mean, was just, talking about toilet paper. It wasn't paper. just mom and pop stores. It was like the big stores too didn't have the same things as you went to bigger stores. It was yeah. just like aisles were depleted of, of bleach, uh, cleaners, toilet yeah. paper, water. Hydrogen peroxide. Yeah. And you're doing those sanitizer. runs. You're like, oh my God, I got to find home. And we did. <laughs> we drove our car and uh, we went to all the pharmacies uh we went to dollar stores we went to grocery stores i went in one direction you went in the other we left the car running in the middle because liam and the dog were inside and we'll be right back kind of thing and we would hustle in with our mask on pay whatever and then people were in line are like no i have the last one but i know this place has them i just saw him coming out of the store with it and then we would run over there and then people were taking pictures like costco would take pictures of their wall mountain of toilet paper and there'd be that line we had to stay in. yeah and then (laughs) everybody would rush down there and we have this huge line because they're only allowed a certain amount of people and that's what we did right but uh, speaking of the water i ordered the water with our grocery pickup two times now um just this week and they don't have our water which is the ph one but they didn't have it when i physically went in there and what about countries that don't have the water that's the sad thing 
Well, that's a whole other podcast. I know. Or clean water. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's here, too, in this country. It's not just other countries. It's so think worse. about this. So all the things we just talked about when it came to supermarkets and trying to get food and stuff. And people who have to work in construct construction <laughs> have to do this as well on top of working. Like, I know so many trades that are piece rates. Yeah. Now, piece rate is where you get paid per job. And so you have a set balance. Like, you know, when I was piece rate, it was like... You know, if you installed this piece, you would get X amount of time or X amount of, would equal X amount of dollars. Point five. Right. Or, yeah. So these guys that are on piece rate or per jobs, like these drywallers or painters that are doing these new construction, because going back later, I'll talk about real estate. I don't know what's going on, but there's like a boom and nobody really seems to care about the coronavirus. But there yeah. are ha- homes that are hard to find right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a seller's market. Yeah. We've got multiple homes just in our neighborhood, and they were only on the market for a matter of days. And landscapers and these construction trades are the ones that are affected by this because if no one's buying homes, no one's upgrading homes, then we have to are out of business, like literally, because that's what we do for a living, whether commercial or residential. These guys require on the we live on the real estate market. But if it's booming, then they don't really have a problem. No, right, right. And I talked to this one guy that I know who's a pool owner, and he said this is the first time he's telling people wait, get in, get in line. Pool company. Pool company. Oh yeah. So so many people are getting pools right now because they're yep. staying home. Yep. So because a lot online, of good business going on there. Online in our neighborhood, um, when I go on our local little gossip site um lots of people were talking about hard digs or not which we pretty much in our area have hard soils so they have to pay extra for that yeah we know about that lots and lots of people you're right are talking about pools so and so those guys are are staying busy um painters i know a lot well the interest rate went down so maybe people are refinancing so then they're taking equity out of their homes you know what that's gonna do and they're putting in pools all right so now check it out we're gonna go all the way around here remember how we talk about how history repeats itself yeah so always remember how now we have these lower interest rates are we going to do the same thing we did with the fannie mae thing which is where we give these create uh, con- uh, creative loans and because we want to stimulate the now, economy again? that one i don't think is going to repeat because too many people businesses banks they lost their shirt because i did those creative loans but we, that can't was- a- we can't afford that right now there's no way that we would be able to survive another bankruptcy or something no no i don't think that's gonna happen we spent again. too much money on this bailout and there's still people trying to figure out what's going on yeah. with it we are we ever going to get those uh, essential checks which we never heard about which would never was going to happen because there's so many people on capitol the second hill one. yeah right. there were so many people on capitol hill that were so against giving out more money because we'd already spent so well, much i kind of think of it like this we're already as a country like trillions of dollars in debt so do you want to be even more trillions of dollars in debt you're already doomed you may as well make it worse and try to keep everybody else happy so maybe they vote for the correct party whichever that would be or do you want to just say no we're a trillion dollars in debt we can't afford to give people money the problem was it takes too much effort to weed out who is deserving and who is not and they were trying to pay people's rents but there was all these loopholes that they had to jump through to prove that their rent was behind and it was taking too much manpower so truly there were people that received these incentive checks or essential checks and they really didn't need them oh and our our unemployment 
um, they were making twice as much money yep. as I was, and I was working, and I was getting exposed. So I now still that am. now that Capitol Hill doesn't want that money going out anymore for unemployment and the free money that was stimulating the economy, now people have to go to work. And I, we, I saw something on my my Yahoo Finance or whatever, and it was like there was like uh, twelve point seven million jobs or twelve point seven million people filed. Uh, Revenue status or got had jobs? There was like 12 million new jobs that all oh. of a sudden were created. Well, no, they're probably not new jobs. They're just jobs that reopened. Think about all the businesses yeah. that had to close. Right. And a lot of businesses realized, oh, my gosh, we really don't need this building because all of our employees are doing just fine working from home. So they imply, they hired them from home, uh-huh. created a job, created a position, filled it with a, a salary, and boom, there you go. And they don't have that huge overhead of paying rent because yep. rent is usually a doozy, especially for big buildings. Doozy. Well, I know a guy that actually charges the back the parent company for rent. For oh, rent. <laughs> right. I won't name names. <laughs> right, of course not. Hey, but didn't you tell me that there was somebody that went into an employee's home that worked for home or from home and had to install cameras so that their employer could keep an eye on them and watch them to Lo- be sure they were working? Yes. That, I think, is borderline invasive. But if you really want your job, but maybe it was like a security kind of issue. Not, I, I don't trust you, and I think you're... What that, wa- what that was, was that was a trust issue. And that's a trust issue on corporate because, again, these people were trying to face a situation where people had to start working from home, and they had no way to track them. Like, a lot of... before Well, production. Be- Are they getting their job done? G- before GPS came out, you had no way to track somebody. And now when GPS came out, we, we kind of did it as a way of like saying, okay, well, hey, we need to track our vehicles for safety issues because the insurance companies are giving lower premiums if we can keep an eye on our vehicles, make sure they're always at a certain speed, right. obeying the laws. So the anytime somebody invents something, everybody has a share in it. And so what this is is now is that uh, businesses were like, okay, well, if these people are going to work from home, we can't put... You know, time clocks in there. They can't. I mean, you could have done that. That would have been an easier way than having a camera. Yeah, sign into your computer. Sign in, once you sign and in, sign and you out. Clock in. They yeah. don't know if you're actually sitting at the computer doing yeah, work. Yeah, it was just businesses freaking out when they want to keep tabs yeah. on you, and that's the only way they could figure out how to do it was to keep tabs on you. I think as long as your work is getting done, and unless it needs to be done at a certain time, who cares that you're sitting in your pajamas or you've taken an extra long lunch break? As long as you get your job done so that opening business the next day it's all ready and done the uh the business on top and party on the bottom uh motto where you're in front of your zoom camera and you've got got your your suit on on the top and all you got jammies on on the bottom (laughs) got your swim shorts because you just put in a new pool because that's what everybody was doing they're like oh i gotta use the camera now my freaking laptop blah 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 you just have to be careful not to to stand up (laughs) once the meeting goes over you just that's it i'm in my jammies i have heard women say that they don't have to put all of their makeup on anymore they don't have to do like a whatever the camera is whatever because they're wearing masks as long as the camera looks good that's what suffices i was i was implying like behind your mask you don't really have to do anything with your mouth area and cheeks anymore right because nobody can see again getting off topic again uh, I think a lot of the the cameras now make people make a lot of people wear their own masks and try and create their own personality through webcam because before when you're when you're I forget it oh it's another different podcast but anyway (laughs) going back to construction and all that stuff we are on fire right now I would say 
the real estate business is affecting us in a huge, huge way. And landscapers, again, we all need landscapers. That's an essential job because even though we stop working, trees still grow. And Unless it's yards. creating a fire hazard or somehow something is getting overgrown and it's, they are not, I'm sorry, not essential. Yeah, tell that to any other white person. No, you can go and trim your tree. And you have others that don't. Others that just would rather, you know, um, call somebody. Then you'll have to wait for it. And maybe there's just a, f I don't know how you would pick and choose who. Which landscaper was essential and which one isn't? Look, but I'm saying it is not essential. When we got quarantined and it was essential only, the list of essential employees was laughable. It was so huge. Well, that's the government's way, like this song from Audio Slave, of showing me how to live. This is Audio Slave, show me how to live. Rock Phoenix Live, guys. Happy Labor Day.
one of the many great voices in rock and roll history, Chris Cornell. Rest in peace, man. Hey, we lost a good one. And also his best friend, Chester Bennington. All right, Rock Phoenix Live. This is Young Guns Bulletproof. Check it out. Because we're all bulletproof. If you get a chance to check them out, they're really a good band. They have a lot of great music. I love it. Kind of a progressive band. I love it. All right. So as we uh, get near to the end of our uh, our show today on Labor Day, I hope everybody's being safe. Hope you're getting your buzz on. Woo-hoo, yeah. Hope you're making it safe down the mountain. And I hope you guys are playing it safe too, okay? Today is not the day to be a hero and think you can go 100 miles an hour because you've had a few beers and you want to get home and fast. Whatever be safe life is precious and can be lost very fast as we've seen with this virus 
and especially during our or on our corridor our corridor la i-17 especially when you get north of us is windy yeah and it's narrow and we still have semi trucks in the slower lane because they can't go fast up the hill and people drive like a bad hey jen what, what did you say you said semi trucks Semi trucks. Oh well, that brings me to another. Are they still working? Yeah. Even on Labor Day. Yeah. Heck yeah, because we wouldn't be able to get our stuff if it weren't for truck drivers. Exactly. Which brings me to my next topic on the Labor Day and last topic. This is logistics, warehouses, and couriers. Couriers. Absolutely. Yeah. So the government just gave the U- USPS system. Uh, how much money? $25 billion, I'm pretty sure. And are they getting it right? Did they make changes? Are they doing anything different? Well, it's different? too soon to say. I certainly hope that they do things different. They've had like 100 years if to I figure this. If I have $25 billion, sh- I would make some changes. They've had 100 years to figure this crap out, and they still do a, I personally believe, a poor job. They okay, do an guys. acceptable job. We I'm got- sorry, mailman, but you're not so hot. We just got a raise of $25 billion. Let's... um. Let's update the stamp. Ah, uh, yeah. But that, I don't know. They're changing. You know what? At my work, I sell books of stamps. I was and joking. I tell, it was a metaphor. It's like they waste their money on the stupid stuff. But it's kind of true. No, 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 no. Check this out. I tell my boss, and he goes, I'm going to go get stamps. I said, get some pretty ones, please. Because I can sell stamps if they're pretty or if I like them or they have kind of a unique design on them. So I get why they would do that because I'm not kidding you. I've got these wild orchids right now. And then who would have thunk it? Fruits and vegetables in really tacky baskets. Uh-huh. But guess what? I bet you're going to be buying those up for your not podcast. Not the same. <laughs> I don't need stamps for my podcast. It's all email. It's not the same as the boring stamps that we, and I'm sorry to say, but the flag ones, some of them are flowing and they're pretty. And other ones are like, it's just a generic drawing of a flag. Like, good for you for being patriotic, but it's kind of boring. And you wouldn't put much effort into stamps. But like I said, People like their stamps. They like the change of the design, and they like all of it. I just can't believe they're still using it. You have all these postal services. Like, what was that commercial for Postmates where you can, you know, you can select eBay. Uh, not Postmates. It wasn't Postmates. Nah, it was something I else. they did food. The, the service where you get the printer. They send it to you. It's your oh, house. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then yeah. you put in eBay. You put in all your distributors you're sending stuff to. You can print out your and label. And you can print out your own label from home. Right. And make and lots weights of people and measure, do that. measure all your boxes and the weights and everything. Get your own label. In my particular business, we have a cart. We call it the mail cart. And it's got two mail totes in it. And we try to separate our mail, scannable, and then just stamped ones to make our mail kit carrier's life a whole bunch easier because we really appreciate them even though i just said the post office is lame but we separate so now what i have seen in the last couple of years there are so many people that print out their own postage not only do i have one tote for first class mail with just stamps i have another one and another one and another one and our cart is overflown thank you amazon totally overflowed no this is postal these are pre-printed labels it's not amazon What that's Amazon is some other totally different side of our of our business. Well, according to their according to their commercials, those warehouse workers look like they're being taken care of. They've got all kinds of oh, the Amazon warehouse. We're here for you. We want to make sure Uh, all our facilities are clean. Yeah, guess what? They were the first. I 
I recall um, the first uh, reported cases of coronavirus and were Amazon Let's not employees. forget, too, that Jeff Nuh-uh. Bezos also told his managers to take pay cuts during the time when there was people out of work, mandatory, and he didn't ask himself to take a pay cut. Well, I hope he did, and maybe he and just is, didn't say that. This is the man that. that also said that on Google that he makes $2,000 a second or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So when things go down for Amazon and they get a glitch or whatever, they do lose millions of dollars, but psh, that's like a drop in a bucket. Yeah. That I don't feel bad for that at all. I haven't heard mu- too much about him in the limelight lately, though. That's interesting. He kind of dropped off. For a while, yeah. he was on TMZ's radar. He was on oh, They were talking radar. about his divorce and how yeah. much money his and ex-wife she, oh, yeah, was getting. Right. And how much she had, and it could still pay for the rest of the world's hunger or something yeah, like that. Yeah, if he were smart, he would keep his mouth shut. Anyway, off topic, going back to delivery drivers and all that stuff. Yeah. Again, these guys don't get days off. I mean, these guys are still on the road. If you go out there to the freeway right now and look at your freeway or your local major highway, I'm sure you'd see trucks going by. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be a 24-7 job. And what so. about the, the USPS drivers and the, and the UPS drivers? Those guys don't get home. Yeah, lately they've been, um, it's been a little bit better. But initially when we first went into quarantine, my drivers were telling me they're going back to the hub at 11 o'clock at night and they still have items on their truck that there's no way they could be delivered that evening. And then they drive home and they get home about midnight. And you know what? They do have some benefits and they know that these are the, like during the holidays, they do the same thing. They know that it's part of their job and they've accepted that. But this was so un precedent and it was un- and we weren't prepared for it yeah and because it's a pandemic it's worse than christmas because they don't have christmas help they don't have a jump driver they can't have a second person in their truck because they all had to be separated you know one i want to say per i want to say something just to see if this is maybe something but again let's keep this in mind when we first started there was no amazon delivery system it was the usps and it was ups, UPS. yeah and, and so FedEx i think what this was some. is this was a this was a simple fact that we as a society are ordering way too much well we're also demanding now we want it now I'm not okay with it coming tomorrow or even the day after tomorrow. Like, really? If you were at all prepared, you wouldn't have used the last square of toilet paper, say, or the last squirt of soap, say. You can wait two days because you're running low. You're not out completely. If you're out completely, you have to run your butt over to the store and buy some. But they're j- it's the people, it's the public that is demanding everything be instant. And these couriers and these drivers, they are being worked to death. And so they couldn't keep up with the demand from Amazon. So Amazon says, nope. okay, we're going to develop something for you. Don't worry, we're going to take charge of this. So what did they do? They hired out these sub companies and they said, okay, we're going to let you have our logo, but you have to pay for the vans and you yeah. have to pay and you're only you going to get all X amount of dollars per package. They, they have to take on all the liability for their And employees. these guys are young kids that are driving these Mercedes vans. They're huge. They've never driven these long vans before. And when it first started, just like there's been a few pictures of FedEx and UPS, but you get these accidents. Yeah. Especially in big cities. Yeah. So many cars. Metropolises. Yeah. Metropolises. Metropolises. 
Anyhow, I think everyone is doing the best job that they possibly can, but people need to slow the shit down on their ordering. Initially, it was supposed to only be essential items, and I got to tell you, flip-flops are not essential, and you are probably ordering cheap ones, and they're coming from China, and guess what? The Amazon employee working at the warehouse has just unpacked a whole shipment from China that is has the potential to be completely tainted because we weren't sure how long this virus was going to live on plastic, how long it was going to live on metal. How yeah, long but now they've done all these cardboard. studies that are saying that's all been reversed. Well, you know what? Cardboard <laughs> is porous. Isn't that how it... Isn't that, <laughs> that's. I think things could potentially live on a porous material like cardboard. Well, we know it can because... But they were if you look sick. At, if, were you, if you look at beets, when you cut beets on a counter... And the juice licks, soaks into yeah. whatever you're cutting it on. Yeah. You wash it, it's still there, it's still right. there. I think it's the same thing. Unless you actually get down and bleach it, and especially yeah. porous surfaces like like uh, uh, cutting, cutting bamboo, cardboard, uh, right. plastic, the, the, the cutting surfaces that well, are porous. a lot of cardboard. And they also say when you break a glass, you're supposed to throw it away because the porous, the porcelain. Oh, right, the ceramic. And yeah, gets exactly. In there. Yeah, you never want to drink or eat off of a chipped plate at a restaurant right. if it's ceramic. Or porcelain or whatever. So yeah, so yeah, you're right. Your packages can could be tainted. And most cardboard is recycled cardboard, and like most of our stuff, we get it from overseas. And there's a particular country that I can tell immediately where this cardboard is from because I've seen enough cardboard. And in China, they recycle tons of stuff, trash. I don't mean food. I hope not. I mean trash, like fabrics. Shush. I don't mean dogs fabrics and just recyclable stuff in with the paper products because they don't have the paper products like we do they don't have the trees like we do and they just need to do quantity of course so when you cut open a cardboard box it's very squishy soft and you know your blade unless it's super sharp is not going to cut it you sort of have to hack at it because there's fabric so tell me is fabric porous or not it is hell yeah yeah i think these. if i can breathe through it it's porous i think these um warehouse workers are being exposed and it's the shoppers that are doing it it's yeah. their fault they got sick and it's their fault if that got serious kind and of they the passed same, away. Kind of the same way with the guards at like jails and stuff. They were getting sick too. Inmates were getting sick. Yeah. I mean, this is one of those things and then we thought nasty about inmates because they were already in there. That was a closed environment though. Well, yeah, but think about it. Those guys clog toilets and, and there's all kinds of nasty stuff that happens in those. So, Well, that's why they're in jail. Right. They're probably not good people. Well, and that's what we were thinking. That's the, our mentality towards them. But then all of a sudden we're like, wait a minute, it's not fair. These people can lose their lives from this virus and they have a, a No, a I'm bad okay with that. You shouldn't have been in jail in the first place. I'm sorry. I guess so. I, I guess to a point. I'm almost 50 and I managed to not go to jail. But so. what if you didn't get a life sentence? What if your sentence was only four years? You shouldn't have done bad things to break the law to get put in that kind of environment. I agree. Where Because what if you don't get a disease? What if you just get shaked? Oh, that's true. I, yeah. You're still yeah. going to be dead. You're right. Natural causes. We or, know that bad um, people are in What is it called? In environmental environmental death we know bad people are in jail so you probably don't want to do things to get you caught to get you incarcerated so that you're exposed to bad people right right so getting back to warehouse workers delivery drivers so these guys are but 
I, I gotta say, what about the perks? There's, I mean, there's there's lots of perks that I know of that UPS has for their drivers. I mean, these guys make good money. They have yeah. great health benefits. Yeah. The downside is you work your butt off. And they work physically hard. We can yeah. take at my store up to 150 pounds that I give to my driver. So what if one day, and it happened, it was a few years ago, we had a guy come in and ship his, like, I don't know if it was Playboys, but it was some kind of magazine subscription that he had had for a bazillion years, and it was worth you know a fair amount of money, and he was selling it or giving it to somebody, but he shipped, and each of the boxes, they were totes put inside of boxes, were almost 150 pounds, and we did several of them. Several 150-pound boxes of porn? Yeah! Yeah, that we had to give in turn to our driver, who stuffed his truck, who had to repack probably everything to make it all fit because this they guy were big, wasn't they were getting heavy. any at all <sighs> it's a collection i don't get that that's that, that's what bugs me and i'm not Lots gonna go off topic playboy collection if you're rich it's art if you're poor it's porn, porn. <laughs> i don't get it i don't get it but yeah yeah so think about this those guys at, at ups that do all the training and, and put these guys through rigorous testing to make sure that they, they're physically qualified for the job yeah think about what amazon did nope come on get they in didn't here. care get anybody on. come yeah. on get in the van you ever they, driven a big van ever driven a two-ton van before they nope. did do drug testing because i had oh one of well our, that's good our employees went down and uh he couldn't even perform and do the drug testing so that tells you what kind of employees i might have um, it's hard right now with re re recreational marijuana, I guess. Well, yeah, that I don't think it has to be. I got a bum legal. knee. I can't work for Amazon. Nah, but they did do drug testing, and I'm sure you know they asked other questions or whatever. But they were literally taking anybody and everybody. Please come and work in our warehouses. And as far as the delivery guys, all the liability was on whichever whatever contracted company that they chose yeah so. well and and again they're no dummies they don't have to pay any of these drivers right, but if you look at the okay and so let's let's talk about the positive side because again i don't want to be like i'm dissing amazon because they do do they have set the curve when it comes to the technology and it comes to uh the logistic system because i mean no they probably they made their stole. own independent I mean, they're using our system, but they're almost at their near completion of their own independent postal system. They probably stole all the logistics that companies like UPS and FedEx that have been doing it for years and years and well, why years. Not? Exactly. Why not? Why not take something and change so it, make can. it better, or make it your idea? I mean, that's what this show's all about, and that's what every well, podcast is about. Well, as far as making about. a buck, yeah, they yeah. did make it better because they're making more money, I'm sure. Right. But truly, they strong-armed the post office. They threatened them and they, whatever. Right. Way, they put a and huge said, we are not going to use your USPS services unless you start delivering on Sunday to our Amazon customers only. So if you see your mailman on a Sunday, you go, wow, he's such a hardworking. No, because that employee does get paid more money. Don't get me wrong. That's what I'm told. But that post office had to do it. Otherwise, they would have lost all of Amazon's accounts. And then finally, they said, you know what? We don't care. We've been around for a hundred years and we're doing our best and people love us. So we don't want your dirty work anymore. All right. Well, hey, these guys work hard. Give them some credit. Show them some love. I actually I tried to buy some. This was really cool. I think a lot of people were doing it during the COVID time. Um, 
the people would put stuff on their porch with water bottles and they would put snacks and stuff. Guilty forward. people because they knew that Amazon yeah. or UPS or FedEx was coming every stinking day. So they felt guilty. They yep. knew what they were doing. Yep. All right. Well, as but we, they left the water and snacks. Yes. Which was a great thing. It was an awesome thing. It was a show of kindness. I liked it a Absolutely. lot. Absolutely. Whether you were guilty or not of whatever it was. As we come to a close, folks, thank you so much for listening to us. If you're driving home with us, if you're driving to work with us, if you are having the day off with us and enjoying your time, thank you so much for listening. We love you guys, and we hope you're staying safe. And I'm going to end this with the mantra that everybody sings when they are on a weekend or a day off. This is the working man's mantra. This is lover boy. And this is working for the weekend. Thank you for Rock Phoenix Live. Have a good night. Stay safe. Peace of my heart.